This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Well, hello, hello, friends. It's Natalie with the Ops Authority Podcast. I'm so excited that you're joining us for episode number 47. Today, we are going to be looking at how service providers and particular project managers should be building their businesses and the different marketing that needs to go along with the different types of businesses that we can have. If you've been following me, and I hope that you continue to, you know that I am an operations leader and mentor for service-based professionals, especially those in the fields of project management and all types of operations. In having a type of business like that, you are going to have variations of offers and services. And so I wanted to take today to kind of walk you through some different options that you have, because I think one of the biggest frustrations that we have as operators in businesses is that oftentimes we are seeing the marketing of our clients, of our possibly our competitors, and also just bigger names that are out there. And what they are doing is absolutely not what you should be doing. So I'm going to just kind of back us up and get you on on a path to where you can pick the right type of marketing. This is not meant to be all-inclusive, but I can't pass this opportunity up to just talk to you through and go through some of the experiences that I have had personally in building my service-based business. So as you probably know, I have just recently launched, and as you're listening to this, we are kicking off round five of the Director of Operations Certification Program. And I have been building this business on my own for the last five years, almost five years. And through that period of time, I have had to market differently for the different goals that I have had in my business. And so I wanted to share this with you because I know a lot of you guys that are listening have where you are today is not where you're going to be in two years from now. So the marketing that you're going to use today is likely going to change. But right now we need to focus on what your current goals are. I did know when I started this business that I needed to start with one-to-one client work, and then I was going to progress from there. I didn't know what that progression was going to look like. And to be really frank, I don't know what the progression is going to look like from here going forward three to five years. So I'm going to encourage you to be present, look at where your future goals are. And, you know, I know you, your operations folks. And so having a really long vision probably isn't in your, isn't in the cards for you. That's not a flaw, by the way. Just want to let you know, we typically are able to see details. And so we don't see the future super, super far out in advance. And so for me, I'm really good at about seeing 
12 months, maybe even 18. And as I've gotten more secure, more confident in the business that I'm running, I'm able to project that maybe out to like 24 months. But beyond that, ladies, I really am not that strong. So if you've done your Colby and you are a high fact finder and underneath a five, so one to a five in the quick start category, then you're probably going to be a lot like me. That vision is going to be harder for you to get to. So give yourself some grace. There's nothing wrong with you for not being able to see that vision out in three to five years. So for you, I want you to focus on what 12 months, maybe even six months. If you can't see six and that's a stretch for you, let's start at that point. But I need you to see a little bit further than where you are today. And I want to ask you, what type of business are you building? Are you in a phase where you are doing one-to-one work? The progression from that is doing more group work. So you start to grow your business by utilizing group programs. So you've kind of refined your processes and your systems and your zone of genius through that one-to-one work. And then you move on to more of a group program. And then lastly, and this is definitely not the end, but the thing that we're going to talk about today is when you get more into the scaling phase and into more of a volume-based business. So directors of operations tend to start in the one-to-one service space. I often say, if you are looking at your risk versus reward, working one-to-one with somebody is going to give you the greatest amount of income, the least amount of fluctuations, so your revenue is going to stay rather consistent. That also means that you're not gonna have a ton of time to market your business. During this phase of business, the visibility doesn't have to be all that high, and your primary driver for marketing is going to be referral-based business. So word of mouth is everything. And that's why it's super important during this phase of business when you're serving clients in a one-to-one capacity that you wanna make sure that you are delivering top-notch service because word of mouth and referrals is going to be the way to build your base up. If you're in this space, then I really want you from a marketing perspective to be looking at building strong relationships, attending networking events, having a paid or an unpaid mastermind around you for that hive of top talent and peer talent, because that becomes an excellent referral base for you. And then another thing that has been really successful for me at that stage in my business was hopping on the phone, making myself available for coffee chats. And oh my goodness, coffee chats were a game changer for me, and they still continue to be. When I am looking at getting project-based business, which is really what I have available today from a one-to-one capacity, but coffee chats or discovery calls or whatever it is, whatever terminology you're going to use, but that's the free opportunity for someone, for a potential client to hop on the phone with me. And that builds a ton of trust, a ton of information, and gives them what they need to make a decision. And this does not have to be progressive, by the way. I want to affirm and encourage you to build the business that suits you from a lifestyle perspective, as well as from a goals perspective. So if one-to-one client work is where you're going to stay for a really long time, then stay there. It could be forever. It was an incredible way for me to build deep relationships, to have the consistency, to build the income that I wanted without having to do a whole lot of marketing. So as I have come into business and as I transition from corporate, I'll be very honest and 
and lets you guys know that marketing is still the most fearful thing in building my business. And so it doesn't surprise me that at the beginning, I felt most comfortable from marketing on a deep level versus a broad level. So don't feel like even if I'm talking through multiple different types of ways to build your DOO business or your service-based business that you actually need to progress through these. Just because I have doesn't mean you will. It also doesn't mean that you have to. So I just want to put that out there because there's no urgency or need to change your business model. Every single time you do that, you are assuming a different type of risk and you know that could be in the cards for you and it just may not. It really depends on the other factors that we talked about. So another way is by moving to a group model. So this is where you have refined your delivery and now you want to begin, it's like the baby stages of scaling your business, but instead of working in a one-to-one capacity, you take that same result that you're getting for your clients in a one-to-one world, in the one-to-one world, and now you're multiplying that by offering it in a group setting. So if this is the case, your need to be able to get visible is going to increase because you're going to need more eyes here. Yes, referrals will always be a part of this, but your primary driver in this group setting where you're trying to scale with the one-to-many, lots of people will call it that, is going to be organic. So this is built off of, I say a lot of times, off of a reputation looking at a larger audience. So you're not just looking at onesies and twosies, you're looking for groups of people. And this is the point when I want you to start looking at building an email list. So what this means is if you're building and you want that security of long-term retainer work, I would tell you, don't start worrying about building opt-ins and funnels and all of that. Like this is not the time for you to do that in the one-to-one delivery space. When you're moving into the group model and you need more eyeballs, the need for visibility goes up, then yes, I want you to start looking around and building out the beginning of a funnel, starting at an opt-in, and the primary driver for this organic traffic is going to be your email list. And if you reverse that, you're going to start at the opt-in and then, you know, nurture them. Just make sure that they stay active and on your email list. So organic is going to be awesome. But it's not going to give you enough juice to really build up enough revenue to feel really, really confident. So a lot of times people are going to still continue to have, you know, one-to-one clients coupled with a group offering that one-to-many transitioning that one-to-one work into one-to-many. So just want to let you know that it's not very common to only be providing group programs. If the only offer that you have is group programs, then you're going to need to amplify that visibility. Organic won't be enough. Another thing to remember in the group setting or the one-to-many setting is that you're likely going to be wanting to drive people to phone calls with you. So when I'm talking about group, I'm talking about groups of up to maybe 10, 20, but I'm not talking about groups like 50. That would be a volume-based visibility. So in still in the group, the under 20 you are going to want to get on the phone with these people. And so it's not that you have so much volume that it's impossible to connect with these people. To build that know, like, and trust after coming in organically, you want to deepen that. And I would highly recommend you get on the phone, 
you know, have a, it doesn't have to be a stiff script, but have some questions that you generally ask. What kind of information allows you to get enough information from the client or prospective client? And then what allows you to show what kind of results you've gotten so that it can be an organic conversation and it doesn't feel like a sales call? Alrighty, so the third type of model that we're going to be talking about today is one that I have now built my business into. And so this is volume-based. It requires lots and lots and lots of eyeballs and a ton of visibility. So this means attracting a lot of cold people. When I say cold, I mean people who are not familiar with you. These are fresh eyeballs who do not know exactly what you do, but you pull them in through marketing. And so my primary use for this, my primary marketing tool for this is paid, but I never stop organic and I never stop referrals. As my visibility gets greater, I continuously build off of what has worked for me. And everything I'm describing to you today is exactly how I have built my business. I was doing one-to-one service work in the beginning. I moved into A-Team, which was an offer that I have retired. But during that phase, I was bringing in groups of 20 or less, and we were working on, it was a monthly program where we were working on operations in their businesses because they were in the building phase. As I have refined and as I have really narrowed my focus into building a career through the Director of Operations Certification Program, I need lots of people to see this, right? Because it's not going to be right for everybody. It's a high ticket offer, and that means that I'm going to need lots and lots of cold traffic and also give myself enough space and time to educate them, to warm them up, to show them how I teach, to see if I resonate with them, and if If you're wanting to move into an offer or to a style like this, just know that you're going to need a lot of marketing bandwidth in your business. I could not possibly do this, this level of marketing, when I was doing one-to-one client work because those clients took 90% of my time. Now, when I flip this model and I have really built out the certification, I have you know, hired a coaching team to come along with me. My team looks completely different than it did back then, but I'm focusing on a volume-based program, which is, again, kind of like my DOO certification. You're going to need a lot of marketing. So this is where you're going to start introducing the paid option and piggybacking or adding on top of the organic and the referral business that we've already talked about. When you get into a model like this, this is when funnels, that word funnel, which really means to move somebody through, to give the prospective client or customer a journey to move into. And so I really don't feel like we need to go deep into what a funnel is, but really lightly and high level. I'm going to bring somebody in through an opt-in. I may put some ad money towards that. I may find them on Facebook, on LinkedIn, in memberships, however, on podcast. And I'm going to be moving people from whatever modality they hear and they find me to get them on my email list by giving them some great information. And I do that through something called an opt-in or a lead magnet. And then me and my team have written out really informational nurture sequences to make sure that they understand what they're getting, who they're talking to, what my background is, so they can determine from the very beginning if they want to hang out with me or if maybe all they needed was that opt-in and it's time for them to go. 
this is something that takes time. And I guess you just kind of build thick skin over time because you're going to see people opt out and you're going to see friends opt out of your stuff. And the reality is, and I'm literally five years into this and I'm just now getting comfortable when I see people unsubscribe. I'm like, oh, you know what? That's fantastic that I'm not the person for them right now. But yes, it took many years to get to this point because everything I was doing in my business was so intimate. I knew almost every single person on my list. Now that I have transitioned and transformed my business into a certification model, I need a lot more eyeballs. And so I have to start putting, I am using paid traffic to get cold people into my circle so that I can start to broaden and get greater volume into my sphere. So I just wanted to share all just the way the different ways that I've had to market as I've gone through business. And I was thinking this launch that I have done recently has been so drastically different than the way I launched a team and other programs in the past. You see this idea of wanting to do a webinar and really big influencers in the online and digital marketing spaces talk about this, about building webinars. We've got courses on how to build webinars. We've got all these things. But the reality is, I am not so sure that we as operators need to be spending our time and our resources in developing the depth that goes into webinars or into challenges. I really want you to think, and this is the ops activity for this episode, number 47, is to think about what business model you have today. Are you in the one-to-one space? Are you in the one-to-many or the group space? Or are you really looking at a volume delivery? Maybe you have a membership. Maybe you have a program like mine where you need a lot of people to see this offer because it's either high ticket or you need a lot of people in a low-cost membership. You're going to want volume. So I want to ask you, come back into our private Facebook group. You can find it by going to theopsinsiders.com. That's a place where service providers and project managers and aspiring and certified directors of operations hang out. It's exactly cultivated for you. We continue these conversations very in particular to the service-based world. So I want you to come to the group and tell me what type of business you're running. And then let's talk about the different things you're doing for marketing. I want to know what your primary driver for marketing is. As a recap, as we talked about today, if it's one-to-one, my primary driver has been referral. If it's group, my primary has been organic, just being seen, being heard. And then now, today, I'm in this volume world and I am leveraging paid traffic. There's one thing I cannot wrap up this podcast without telling you that it does not matter the stage. The biggest thing I can encourage every single listener out there to do is to be consistent. So consistency can come in the form of social media. So posting regularly, engaging, don't just post and and run. I want you to be active on one platform. You've got to do that consistently. If someone, whether it's one-to-one client or a group, that is the social proof that you need. It's kind of like the old days when we had phone books. If you went to the phone book and the back in the yellow pages and you were looking for a pizzeria and it wasn't listed there, then the assumption was that place wasn't open or they closed. So the same is is true, and I would say primarily on Facebook. Next to that, I would talk about websites. 
It does not have to be the very first thing that you do, but if you're in the marketing phase of your business and you've already got something to offer, I want you to get really clear on that website and you need to be consistent with going back and making sure that your website is consistent with what you're offering, what results you're getting. And what I've seen is as we spend more time in our businesses, we refine that and we get more and more comfortable with where our zone is, But sometimes we don't take the time to go back and look at our websites and make sure that they reflect that. So make sure to do that. Another way that you can be consistent is writing blogs or writing LinkedIn articles. Don't overcommit. Don't tell yourself you're going to do this every single week. I'm not telling you the cadence to do it. I'm saying whatever it is that you do, be consistent. If it's going live every Tuesday at 10 o'clock, I would encourage you to just stay consistent. Give yourself, I always challenge you know, people in my in my circle to be consistent for a quarter. Do this for three months and then measure it and see if it's effective. But I really think three months is just the very beginning of being able to understand if this is going to be the right tactic for you. So bottom line, pick the path of being consistent, but that really, that consistency is building up your brand, your knowledge, your visibility, and that's the base Once you get the base down, then I really want you to start to determine what type of marketing is going to be needed for the various business model, the various types of business models, but also the one that really resonates the most with you. And as we wrap up today, I want to encourage you to look at that business model again. Make sure that the model that you have chosen, the model that you're working in today is fulfilling your lifestyle and the legacy goals that you have. You know, it's not all about money. And a lot of people who are operators like me are not doing this to get rich. We're doing this to make a deep impact and to use the skills that are God-given that come supernatural to us and be able to show up and help other people, serve other people. And it doesn't, you don't necessarily need to be a hardcore marketer. I'm gonna work alongside you and make this as easy as possible. And of course, always use myself as a case study. Ladies, thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope that this information has been really helpful. Again, we have talked all about different marketing for different goals in your business. And I want you to come to theopsinsiders.com. That's our private Facebook group. Your activity this week is to tell me what type of business you're building and what your primary marketing driver or tactic is. Thank you guys so much for listening. I look forward to being back here next week. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.